It's lunchtime in Central Texas. What are we having? Uh, it's just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? PB&J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Time for the press box. Here's your host, Ward Weitz, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas. Hello, everybody. Glad to have you along on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And Monday Night Football had all the anticipation, I was, all the excitement. I'm telling you, there are very few non-Cowboy games, regular season games, that I was this excited for. Yes. I Walked after I got home last night because it's 15 degrees cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, But I, I walked right when I got home, and I timed it out to where I got back, take a quick shower, sit down with some food and, and the dog, and enjoy the game. Well, I was a little bit late, and I mean a little bit. I missed it. <laughs> I, like, I was like, I uh, as I was walking back to the apartment, like walking up the stairs, I figured, I was like, ah, oh, it's been going a couple of minutes. No big deal. And then I, I look at the box score, and it has Zach Wilson with two pass attempts. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> and then you're like, he rolled his ankle. You're like, ooh, that's not good. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, if you're a Cowboys fan and you're looking ahead to week two, when you first heard that, you're like, well, I wonder if he's going to play against the Cowboys, you know, because obviously <laughs> Zach Wilson is not nowhere near as good as Aaron Rodgers, and they don't. They beat Buffalo last night. Give them credit. But I think they're going to have a tough time with Dallas next week without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But just really anticlimactic and, and kind of disappointing because I was looking forward to see how the Jets did this year. I was too. And I was on the way back from the Coach Larry Harmon show and um, walked in the house and turned it on. And all of a sudden, I hear Aaron Rodgers is out. And an MRI confirmed today that the left Achilles tendon is torn and his season is over four plays in. Yeah, it's just pretty remarkable that that would happen, you know. All the hype, all off season, will he uh, or won't he? Yeah. Will they get the trade made? It took forever. And then they finally get the trade made. And then – is he only going to be there for one year? And he was like, no, you know, they gave up a lot for me, so I'm going to play at least two. And you get to the first game, it's against the Bills. So much anticipation, so much buildup. He carries the flag out in the pregame. Absolutely. It was just, it was storybook the way this game was being built up. And then four plays in, as you said, it was all over. At first, thought it was a high ankle sprain, which that would have kept him out of a pretty good amount of time. And, if you get a bad high ankle sprain, you're not going to be the same that entire season. You no. just can't rest it enough for it to fully heal. Mm-hmm. But obviously, a couple hours later, it, it, you know, Coach Sala said that they thought it was an Achilles, and uh, then you're like, oh, man, that's worst-case scenario because that's one of the toughest injuries to come back from. I'm not saying that ACL is I- easy now, but they've got it down pretty good, and they know mm-hmm. – what you need to do for your rehab, and guys are getting back in seven months now. You see, Javante Williams tore up everything in his knee, and he started a game three or four net last year, and 
he played game one this year. Same with Brees Hall. His damage, the damage wasn't quite as much in his knee, but he tore his ACL. And you saw him last night. He had a 78-yard run or whatever it is, 80-yard run. So, yeah, that that injury is one of the worst you can suffer in sports. It's so hard to come back from if you can. And honestly, at age 39, I don't know if he can, and I don't know if he has the desire to now. That That's that's the big picture and the big question right now. It, is, is this a situation where Aaron Rodgers just says, okay, I'm going to tip my cap and, and move on down the road? He certainly probably has a opportunity in – I don't know, maybe broadcasting somewhere or entertainment somewhere. I mean, he'll have oh, other yeah. opportunities. You There's saw, no doubt about it. So, you know, maybe this is just he says, "Okay, I'm I'm just going to walk away." Or maybe he wants to come back from it just to prove he can that, come back. The from more it. I think about it, even after saying out loud that he could decide not to, just from what we know, and we don't know Aaron Rodgers well, but we get an idea of his personality. I honestly think he rehabs and tries to play out that last year of the contract with the Jets since they renegotiate, you know, he renegotiated it down to give them more salary cap room. I think he wants one more shot, and this is obviously a good shot if he can recover. So I don't know. I think he may, I think there's a better than average chance that he rehabs and tries to make it back. If he can, if they tell him he can rehab and be back by the start of next year, yes. If they say it's going to be eighteen months, I think you've seen the last of Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. You may be right. You may be right, and that's just oh, Jets fans had to just be sitting there going. You talk what about a, a snake world? bit franchise. Oh. There are certain franchises that, and look, I realize they have a Super Bowl win. That was a, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was that was closer, uh, quite a bit closer. To war that, let's see. Make sure I'm doing my math right. Yes, that was closer to the end of World War One than it was. Yes, it is to today. Yeah. So, so let that sink in. <laughs> so they've been really snake bit. You know, like as a Baylor fan, I, I've thought, yeah, man, so many times felt like your program snake bit. I think every fan of every program feels like that, but. As a Baylor fan, there were quite a few moments. I don't feel like that anymore, especially after that kind of magical run to the to the third Big 12 title that Coach Aranda and the team had two years ago and then winning the Sugar Bowl and then Coach Drew winning a national championship. It's kind of hard to say that now, you know. Mm-hmm. It's They've had some great wins and some really close wins in the program. The Jets, not so much since they won that Super Bowl. Uh you know, even the Cubs have won a World Series now. But the Jets just keep having bad luck. I really do. I have a, one of my best friends is a Jets fan, and I feel bad for him because it's, you have all that excitement, and it's gone. I mean, there's – In a blink of an eye. There's nothing they can do to get this season back, I don't No, think. I mean, they They're could, still loaded, but you got to have a quarterback. And what they have at quarterback is not the answer. It's just not. You saw that last night, too. So yeah, no, it's not going to be Zach Wilson. You can try to make a trade, maybe, but I, if I'm the Jets, I go get Colt McCoy. 
You know what? That's not a bad idea. He's going to be better than Zach Wilson, I promise. Yes, and and he's available. Yep. And so I go get that guy right now and say, look, here, here's what we're going to do and try to salvage because Wilson is not – he's not the answer. Right. I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to be ugly about it. He's just He's just not – He's not capable right now. And with the weapons on that offense and the defense. They do have weapons, if you and they get, have a defense. If, if you, you can, can get a guy that, not, that that just will go out there average. and not run it up on the curb yeah. and put you in harm's way, which Wilson will, he will, because that's just his – that's how he is. But a guy like Colt McCoy won't do that. No. He'll and, give you a chance, and that's all you have to have is a chance with – the weapons that you have offensively and the weapons that you have defensively. And yeah. so if I'm if I'm the Jets, I'm making that call right now. Absolutely. He didn't get cut by the Cardinals because he can't win NFL football games. He's shown that he can. That's why he's been a quality backup in the league for so long. He got cut by the Cardinals because they're trying to get the first they're pick. They're taken. Yes. They're trying to get the first pick and, and get Caleb Williams. So Yeah. Uh, and, and look out. You're going to see – Murray playing baseball sooner than later. It's just that's just going to happen because they are going to get Caleb, and Murray's going to say, "You know what? I can go play for the A's." Yeah, let me right see now. how I can do in in major league. Now, you know, yeah, I made my money in football, quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Let's go see how MLB works out. I think that's a possibility. Five star wide receiver Micah Hudson out of Lake Belton has committed to Texas Tech last night. Uh, the 13th overall in the 2024 ESPN 300 and the fourth best, best wide receiver in the cycle is heading to the Red Raiders. So Lake Belton's Micah Hudson is going to head out to Lubbock and join Joy McGuire and staff. Good news for the Red Raiders. There's oh, no that's doubt. A, that's a huge pickup. That's probably – That's the biggest pick they pickup they've had – in a very, very long time. I was about to say, I can't remember a higher-rated recruit that Tech has got than him, uh, especially out of high school. They had a couple of JUCO transfers that were really ra- mm-hmm. highly rated. Mm-hmm. I don't think they actually panned out. But, yeah, no, this is a huge get for, for Coach McGuire in Texas Tech. Every every school in the country offered him. He had his choice to go anywhere, and he chose, chose to go there. That's a huge recruiting win. A big win. I mean, it's the biggest prospect. Well, what they, what they say is since ESPN has been doing the rankings in 2006, this is the biggest pickup the Red Raiders have ever had. So that's that's a good good pickup for the Red Raiders. Um, I personally, I'm excited. You know that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm disappointed because I don't want I don't want to see Texas Tech get that much better. But you know, it, it is a it. it it shows you, you know, that Coach McGuire is, is on the right track. We knew he could recruit and motivate. The Big 12 power rankings came out today and changed a little bit. And, look, I I get that they're coming into the conference, but they're not in the conference yet. So why is Colorado and Utah 1 and 2 in the Big 12 power rankings right now? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, that, don't that makes do that. no sense no, to me. Don't, don't do, that. do that. It's not funny. It's not cute. And it's and if you're not trying to be funny no or sense. cute, then it's not relevant or informative. It really isn't. Like it, it's just it rid- doesn't, ridiculous. It doesn't. That's not that's not a true power ranking in the Big Twelve. No, they're it, not yeah, there just, yet. They're trying to be funny. 
just come on, man. Have Kansas State at three, Kansas at four, Cincinnati at five, and UCF at six, Oklahoma State at two, Arizona, who, by the way, is not there yet either, at eight, TCU at nine, Iowa State at 10, BYU at 11, Arizona State, oh, by the way, they're not there yet either. Come on. <laughs> I. Why? I don't get it. And I. It just, it's silliness, in my opinion. So, you see that, take it with a grain of salt, and just know that that's not a true power ranking by any stretch of the imagination. It's just not. They're not in the Big 12 yet, so they can't be ranked in the Big 12 yet. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. (laughs) Uh, I agree 100%. When you look at the NFL in week number one, your biggest surprise out of week number one since Monday Night Football happened last night, and take Aaron Rodgers out of it with the torn Achilles tendon, the biggest surprise from you from the NFL? Oh, the Bengals. I mean, they didn't just lose. They got dominated by they, by They Cleveland. absolutely did. Scored th- You're talking about an offense with Joe Burrow – Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, and I think they signed Irv Smith from the Vikings at tight end, and they scored a field goal the whole game. You know, give credit to Cleveland's defense, but you got to Cleveland. You got to yes, and you got to be better if you're Cincinnati. You can't. There's no excuse for any team to only score a field goal in an NFL game, much less one that's as talented as Cincinnati. I would think so. My biggest surprise: the Lions beating the Chiefs. I I really did not see that coming. Um, I'm still not going to jump on the bandwagon for the Lions. I'm sorry, and I'll I'll backtrack that if if it comes to fruition. But for me, not making excuses for the Chiefs, but Pat Mahomes was missing a lot of weapons, uh, and they were missing weapons on defense. So let's see how this plays out. I, I'm not going to put the Lions in the championship game yet. Just not. I, I <laughs> no. don't. I don't think they're there no. yet. I just. I don't. And, and honestly, look, I think I'll, I will. I will say I was wrong if I'm wrong, but I'm not buying it. Well, and look, I. I think coaching decisions are going to affect them. I, I just. They've got dynamic receivers, but they don't throw the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. They spent all that draft capital to get Jamar Gibbs, who is electric he didn't and they don't give him the ball I know it's the first game I know he's a rookie but he played a ton in the preseason and he looked dynamic his few touches David Montgomery had a nice grinded out game because that's what he can do but he's not going to make big plays for you no and and they are determined to run him it looks like two-thirds of the time and Jamar Gibbs a third of the time I'm like well then why did you draft him number nine you know, you could have helped your team a lot more in another way than drafting a third down running back, which he shouldn't be. He's, he's much more talented than David Montgomery. He should be getting the bulk of the carries, but. Uh, oh, I that, think so. That may change in a couple of weeks, but it just frustrates me seeing better players on the bench when they're obviously better players. Texas Rangers, well, they find a way to get a win, and they're hanging around a little bit right now. 
So we'll see what Jeff Wilson thinks about this team as we sprint to the finish line uh, in Major League Baseball. Maybe they can hang around. I don't know. Jeff Wilson comes up next in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Is joint pain, soreness, and achiness getting in the way of your best life? Football legend Emmett Smith refuses to back down to pain. That's why he's a huge advocate for QC Kinetics and their natural approach to getting you relief. Look, we get one trip around, so I wouldn't ever let pain stop me from hanging out with my race team, traveling with my family, or golfing with my friends. Emmett's got it right. And QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine to relieve that never-ending pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back. And the best news, there's nothing foreign being introduced into your body. Just your own body's natural healing properties. No surgery or no downtime. If pain's holding you back, maybe it's tennis, pickleball, running, hiking, or spending time with special people in your life, what are you waiting for? This is precious time. Get out there and get over to QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Jets. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs. 
with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Here on this cooler, a little bit cooler, right? Tuesday afternoon. Are you excited about the weather? I am. I love this weather. It's, it doesn't last long in <laughs> it's Texas. It's not 190. Right. It doesn't last long in Texas, two or three weeks to a month. But, man, when it's here for those two or three weeks or a month in fall and spring, it, it's really, really awesome. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, joins us talking Texas Ranger baseball. And, Jeff, how's the weather for you? Is, is this a little bit more manageable? Yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, my my son had a baseball tournament over the weekend, and it was smoking hot Saturday, and then a little little cooler Sunday, and then the last two days have been great. I'm wearing a jacket. <laughs> wearing a jacket, that's greatness. <laughs> Rangers, they they uh, they have kind of moved themselves into a possibility of postseason again. Only two games back behind the Astros, who are red hot right now, but but the Rangers kind of lingering around right now, Jeff. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they've never been out of the picture. It may have felt like it, but they've never been out of contention. And, and you know, we talked, we've talked about it before, the, the schedule, the, the, the teams they've got to beat are right in front of them. They didn't beat the Astros. They didn't come close. But, you know, they're, they get a shot at the Blue Jays. They took care of business last night. Um, the Mariners, meanwhile, have lost four in a row, so the Rangers are, are back in the third wild card spot. So, I mean, you know, it's it's what nineteen games ago, I think it is. That's a lot. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 you know, think of an NFL season. It's seventeen games. All right, <laughs> the Rangers have a long way to go. A lot can happen. A lot is happening. You know, the the, the Mariners lost an extra inning to the Angels. They've lost four in a row, so they're kind of cooling off from what they did in in. Uh, August. I mean, shoot, the the A's beat the Astros last night. So I mean, there's, it's it's not done. It's definitely not done. And then, you know, the Rangers can lose a night and fall right back out, but they could win the next day and be right back in. It's gonna be it's gonna be a roller coaster these next few few weeks. Is this gonna be a situation where it may come down to the final game of the season to know if the Rangers are even gonna have an opportunity for postseason play? You think? Yeah, you know that uh, that's that that's a four game series at Seattle. And uh, I mean, those are those are those are looking like four huge games. And of course, they've Rangers have got to take business, care, care of business the next three, and they really need to win this series against the Blue Jays. I mean, they need to win every series going out. I mean, that, that's that's kind of you know the mantra throughout the season is just win series. Well, now they just need to win series. They, you know, a sweep wouldn't hurt them at some point here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, seven of the last ten games against the Mariners. That's a big deal. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, 
what is the brightest spot that you've seen over the last couple of weeks from this Rangers team being, if nothing else, resilient? Yeah, you know, the, the, there is that. I mean, they, you know, some of them, you know, you, you kind of got to throw out that Astros series. It was just the utter destruction. Although the first game, it was tied going to the seventh, you know, and um, if, if you're, if you're looking for a bright spot, you know, individually speaking, you, know, you, you got to start with Corey Seeker who just continues to hit, continues to produce. Um, he, he's just steady as a rock. Um, you know, Mitch Garver has been very, very good. I think, I think the last, last four or five days, you've seen uh, Leo Tavares, you've seen Jonah Heim kind of start to get things together. And remember the Rangers are playing without, Josh Young and Adolis Garcia. It's possible that Josh Young is back this weekend, which would, which would be a huge boost. Uh, Bruce Bochy expects Garcia to be back at some point before the end of the year. So there, there's a potential for this team to get to get better offensively. Uh, the, the, the pitching, is, is, you know, one of the most amazing stats I think I've ever seen is you know, the Rangers went went 23 games without a win by their starting pitcher. Dane Dunning ended that last night, so that kind of tells you that a the rotation hasn't been all that good and when it has been good <laughs> the bullpen's been terrible so um, <laughs> yeah I, I guess i guess the good news is you know the rangers have won three in a row uh they 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 probably start to feel a little bit better about themselves they have their top prospect up i think he's given the team a little bit of help and maybe a little bit of a boost so um things are trending the right way you, when you and I talked last week, it, the conversation about Josh Young was the possibility of him not coming back. With them surging the way they are, he probably will get an opportunity, right? Yeah, he's he's going to go see the uh, the guy who operated on his thumb uh, in Arizona on Wednesday, I think Wednesday or Thursday this week. And uh, if he gets cleared, he's going to be he's going to fly to Cleveland, and they may they may plug him right into the lineup. I would think that they'd want to see him hit. Maybe they'd have some fly in a minor leaguer and have, have this guy throw uh, young, some live batting practice, just, you know, and there he could just swing out to Arizona for a day where the, you know, the Rangers have a bunch of players still out there. Uh, instruct started this week. So they have some arms that could, that could throw him some live pitching. Um, so if it could be Friday, it could be Saturday. But then again, if the doctor says, nah, I don't know about that, give it another week. <laughs> we got to wait another week. But things are definitely trending the right way. He's been swinging a bat, taking ground balls, playing catch. So it, it, it's all it's all looking like he's going to return sooner than later. How much would that help this, this roster? And if nothing else, not just help the roster on the field, but the clubhouse and everything that goes along with that have him walk back in there. Yeah, I mean he's one of the guys. You know, he, he's a, he's established himself. I know he's a rookie, but he he established himself as a as a key cog in this thing. And you know, I think I think one thing that that has been overlooked is that his defense has really been missed. You know, you know mm-hmm. Ezekiel Duran is a shortstop by trade, second baseman by trade. He's okay at third, but what he had a three error game. Uh, one of those days, uh, you, you've seen Josh Smith, who's a good defensive player, have a have a couple bobbles here. Young, honestly, I think he was, you know, a, a contender for the for the the Gold Glove. I mean, he still may be. He, he was that good. So, I think that'll help. That you know, that helps the pitching staff. That helps get get the other team off the field. Get the Rangers back back up to to the plate. And then we'll just see what happens offensively. I mean, he's he, he's 
it's going to be a month when he hasn't seen a pitch, you know, and then so that that's going to be a challenge. You, you see it with everybody except for Corey Seager, you know. There's there's no no rehab assignment. Just going to throw you in and 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 hope for the best. And it's going to take a couple of games. So, um, but to have him for the last two weeks to upgrade the offense, upgrade the defense, that's a that's a pretty big deal. How big has Simeon been for this team, especially in September? Yeah, you know he's a uh, he's you know he's an Iron Man. He's he I think that's you know when when you look at all that he does, he's 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 there every day, and he's not just playing 162. He's showing up early. He's working out. He's taking um, you know uh, optional fielding practice, optional batting practice. He's out there, so he he works his tail off. <clears throat> it 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 sets a, a sets a tone for the the, the team. You know. The, not just the leadoff homers, but if you want to be a championship caliber player, you got to play and work like Marcus Simeon. And, uh, you know, he's, he's to, for these guys, uh, my walk in feeling tired and you see him, he's played every game and he's out there taking ground balls that he doesn't need to be taken and taking batting practice that he doesn't need to be taken. That's got to, that's got to, you know, leadership by example. It's got to get guys who are feeling down in the dumps, feeling a little bit like, boy, if this guy's doing this and he's, you know, in his thirties and he's got four or three or four kids and he's got all kinds of stuff going on and he's still out here working hard. Why can't I work hard? When you look at this team, especially where they are and so close to maybe getting into the postseason play, I, I asked you this earlier in the season, but who is, who is the face of the franchise? Who is the leader in the clubhouse? Who is the unsung hero on this baseball team? Is there one? You know, I don't think they have a lot of rah-rah guys. You know, Simeon's not a rah-rah guy. Seager for sure isn't. Um, I, I would think that, you know, you, you always want to lean on your catchers, but but both Carver and Heimer are kind of quiet guys. Uh, maybe there's a Nate Lowe. I know that Martin Perez, I know he's in the bullpen, but he, he leads. Um, but I think when Marcus Simeon talks, you know, people listen and uh, face of the franchise, you know, do you go with your best guy? You know, is Corey Seager the, the most recognizable guy? Is it Max Scherzer and his two crazy eyes? You know, I, I, I don't know, but um, there there are veterans on this team who who know how to win. I think they they lead by example, but I think when they speak, it, it, it means a lot. There's a there's a lot behind it. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas, and when you look at this bullpen and we've talked about it almost to nauseum about this bullpen do they have enough to win a playoff series well you know if if you look at the way the playoffs have gone just overall in baseball lately the trend is to lean on bullpens you know if, if a starter gets in trouble and is his third time through the lineup he's out yeah you know, it, it could be the it could be the fifth inning they don't care um, I think I think that Mike Maddox and Bruce Bochy are a little bit different in that regard. I think they want to lean on their starters, and you know, uh, it was it was six. You know, what was it last night? Five to three in the sixth, and then mm-hmm. the Rangers or the seventh. The Rangers scored five. Dane Dunning was at around ninety pitches. They send them back out to try to get some some more out of them, try to rest the bullpen a little bit. But when when the bullpen, when the starting pitchers, when this team's been at its best, the starters, and this is probably for everybody. Stars have gone six or seven. Uh, the relievers have, haven't, you know, haven't had to re- rely on guys who 
aren't the most trustworthy. Uh, and also, when the Rangers are winning games 12 to 1, 10 to 4, 15 to nothing, all the back end guys get, get a break. So, so Aroldis Chapman, Will Smith, they're not young guys anymore. Um, when they're pitching every other day or every third day, they've been really, really good. So, you know, it, it's kind of do you lean on the bullpen a little bit more if you get to the postseason? You know, do you lean on Montgomery and, of course, Scherzer and, and, and John Gray, who's been pretty durable? Do you lean on the, that, that trio uh, to get you into the sixth or seventh at least? And, and that way you can really, really limit who, who the, the pool of relievers that you want to use. When you look at the starting rotation for this team, do they do they have enough to be able to do it exactly what you're saying? Give that bullpen an opportunity to just be called on when absolutely needed. You know, if if Max Scherzer's forearm tightness is okay, if he's figured out a way to manage it, he's going to give you six or seven. That's just right. that's just his track record. That's who he is. Um, you know, he's one of the most, uh, maybe these last, this last season and a half, uh, as the exception, he's one of the most durable starters of the last 20 years, let's say. Um, he just goes out there and fights. And, you know, Jordan Montgomery, his pitch counts have kind of piled up here. I think, honestly, I think he's gotten a little, little too reliant on the fastball change of combination. I think he probably ought to mix in a cutter or two just to, to give hitters a different look. But, you know, when he was first came over, he was very, very good from the Cardinals. You know, he went eight innings in one start and left with a one nothing lead that the Rangers promptly blew. Uh, Gray, you know, got a quick hook the other the other night uh, against the the A's. He was cruising along and then couldn't couldn't throw a strike and couldn't get anybody out. But he he's been a guy that can, that can get you six or seven. So you hope that the, the the pieces are in place. You hope that's the group that can do it. And um, but yeah, if you get in a short series and you have Max Scherzer, you, you've got a little bit of an advantage, I think. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, isn't that kind of a nice change of pace to have the the management and the coaching staff that has the belief of, hey, we've got to let our starters get into this a little bit more and and make them more responsible for this baseball team because that in the past few years absolutely has not been the case for the Texas Rangers. Yeah, you know, you, let's go look at their 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 best playoff runs. It's a different time in baseball granted even though it was only, you know, what 13 and 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, Cliff Cliff Lee was throwing complete games in the postseason. And 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 going to the seventh, uh, even when he wasn't pitching all that well, um, you had Colby Lewis and, and C.J. Wilson. Uh, no matter what you think of C.J. Wilson, <laughs> that guy was really good for two years. He really was, and usually, and usually got you into the sixth or the seventh. Um, but, you know, the, it, Mike Maddox was the, the common thread there. The pitching coach, you know, he believes in, in, in getting you know the, your starters are your best pitchers. He's trying to get the most out of them. Uh, I think Bruce Bochy feels that way. You look at the teams that he's taken to the World Series, uh, and those pitching staffs were phenomenal. Uh, or rotations were phenomenal. The, the interesting one is, is Chris Young, who's a, you know, the general manager, is major league pitcher, always wanted to go deep in games. But the, the one World Series he won was at the Royals, and, man, did they limit their starters. And once he got to the fifth, it, the starter was done, and they went with a great bullpen. But he knows that the Rangers don't have a great bullpen. 
definitely not anything like that Kansas City bullpen. So if it, you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see. You know, you're going to have your analytics guys, you're going to have your your baseball instinct guys, and I think that that they're the ones who are in charge. So I, th- I think that they may win out, but um, it's it'll be something it'll be something to watch to see how these guys go try to attack the postseason if they get there. Jeff, which one's more important to you? Is it the analytics or is it just good old-fashioned baseball and going with what your gut tells you? Well, yeah, I, Mike Maddox says it this way, and everybody thinks he's old school, and he, he is, but <clears throat> analytics shouldn't be the guide. You know, what experience experience is, 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 is what should be the guide, and, and these guys have the experience that what – what they know has told them and made them very successful in him and Bruce Bochy for, for many years. And I think, I think that's what they would push for. Bochy's the guy in the dugout making the decisions with, with, with Maddox on the pitching. Um, now I think that they know, I think they know when guys have their limits. I think, you know, like Andrew Heaney, who has since been moved to the bullpen, but when he got to 80 pitches, they, you know, <laughs> things got a little unsettled there. So they, they know where guys hit their wall and maybe analytics analytics can be their guide on that. But if they see a guy who's, who's at 80 pitches and he's breezing through a lineup, they're going to let him go. It's just, it's just, you know, you can go back to that, uh, that, that world series in 2020 when, you know, game six, Blake Snell for the Rays is dominating, absolutely dominating. Gets to the sixth inning, gives up one hit. They take him out, and they ended up losing the game and losing the series to the Dodgers. And it, it, it just didn't – the numbers there didn't match the eye test. He was absolutely right. dominating. And as soon as he was out of the game, the Dodgers got excited about it. So there's a lot of that that I don't think – I think Bruce Bochy and, and Mike Maddox would be like, yeah, I know what your numbers say, but this is what we're, well, this is what we're seeing and what we're going with. And I like that personally. I do. I mean, yeah. I, I want a guy to be able to just say, hey, I, I know – what's happening right now, we're going to roll with it, whether the numbers tell us to roll with it or not. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and analytics, analytics is probability. Analytics is not set in stone. You know, it, right. it, you know it, 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 it's percentages that this is going to happen. Well, there's another side to it. And maybe sometimes it's the odds, you know, maybe it's sometimes it's 60, 40 or, or 70, 30, but, but at some point, that 30 is going to hit <laughs> and right. you, you really rely on the guys who know when it's going to hit. And that's, that's kind of uh, what I think the Bochy and Maddox philosophy is on pitching is we've seen a lot. We've been through a lot of wars. Um, if, if we see what we like and the, the numbers disagree, we're going, we're going with our guts. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN central Texas. Jeff, we talked so much this, this year about, what the Rangers have in the farm system. Are we still looking at maybe a couple of call-ups to kind of maybe give them some, a little bit of not enough at bats or anything like that, but just that major league experience that some of them might need. Maybe if they fall out of it, you know, if, if, if the games the last week don't mean a lot, then, then maybe, then maybe you could see that happening. But, yeah. um, you know, when when Josh when Josh Young comes off the injured list, they're gonna to have to make a move. I would assume it's they would option Sam Huff back to the minor leagues. When Adolis Garcia comes off the injured list, that's gonna be an interesting one because if Evan Carter is, is still hitting and still being a productive guy, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough decision there. But um I think that that in, in terms of the pitching, 
I think what you see is what, what you're going to get barring an injury. Um, you know, I, I guess Josh Spores can still come off the injured list, though I'm not sure anybody wants that to happen. But um, I, I think that the you know the the high A teams are done or in the postseason. Double A ends this week. Triple A ends the week after that. So I would think that that if there isn't a, a pressing need for somebody from the minors, then I don't I don't I don't think anybody's coming up unless, like I said earlier, the last week is just completely meaningless, and they want to get some guys a little taste. When you look at what they have, is there anybody that jumps off the page for you that says this is going to be a great addition? next year or the year after that have really made some noise in, in, in the farm system? Well, I think, I think, you know, Evan, Evan Carter, he's doing it right now. I think, I think it's yeah. a foregone conclusion that he's going to open the season on the roster. Uh, Wyatt Langford, the first round pick has been really, really good. He's in double A now. He's, he, you know, took care of business at high A. He's doing really well at double A. Um, I don't think he starts next season in the on, in the major leagues. I think he probably opens at Frisco, has a chance to make the to, to be a contributor late in the season. Uh, but the, those those two names just just hop right out. And then you know there's a, there's a reliever whose name is Antoine Kelly. He he came over in the uh, the Matt Bush trade last year at the Brewers. He's been just ridiculous this year. Uh, big left-handed guy. He's probably six five. Throws super super hard. Um, I think he's a guy that could really be uh, on, on the roster uh, all next season. It's just it's just power stuff, and he's learned how to control it. So, um, you know, it, it, signs encouraging things. Maybe maybe this happens next season. Uh, Jack Leiter, he's he's pitched really well since he came off the developmental list. Um, they're still not sure what he's going to do the rest of the year, whether he goes goes and pitches in the Arizona Fall League or not. But um, the the changes they made to his delivery have really really seemed to, to take and hold and, and, and maybe got him on the – maybe now he's finally on the right track to the majors. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, tell them how they can find Rangers Today. Yep, go to rangerstoday.com. It's a good, good website. We cover the organization from top to bottom. Uh, we do it every day. It's cheap. It's cheaper than uh, the Dallas Morning News. It's cheaper than Athletic, which doesn't even cover the team anymore. Definitely cheaper than the Fort Worth newspaper that doesn't cover the team anymore. So, you know, if if you're looking for thorough Rangers coverage uh, throughout the organization, major leagues to the lowest lowest levels of the minor leagues, I'm your guy. Um, won't won't break the bank. It's five ninety nine a month. So, uh, yeah, come on over RangersToday.com, and uh, you'll enjoy it. RangersToday.com is where you can find him, Jeff Wilson, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, Ward. Thanks, man. You bet. There he goes, Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today. And he's absolutely 100% right. It is the best Ranger coverage you're going to find anywhere. He covers it from top to bottom, uh, including the, the minor leagues and everything. So a really good, good read. Go get it today. And they'll also send you emails into your inbox to where you can just open it up. Doesn't get any easier than that. Yeah, and he's like like you said, he's the best. If you want the best Rangers coverage, then subscribe to Jeff Wilson. It's like one of the I love this job for many, many reasons. One of the great things is that we get 
especially for the Rangers with Jeff Wilson and the Cowboys with Kyle Yeomans, who obviously works for the Cowboys Radio Network, and RJ Ochoa, who does such a great job with blogging the boys. We get great information on the Cowboys and the Rangers and Baylor, and uh, that's really, really enjoyable. And I like the fact that we can kind of put our Mm -hmm. listeners on, so to speak, to the guys who cover it best, too. That way, when just not just listen to them on the show, but go read their stuff and, and find out a lot of information about your favorite teams. It is a it is a lot of fun, and those guys are very very knowledgeable about what they do. And you know what? They're good guys as well. <laughs> Absolutely, both of them super nice, super nice guys. All right, stay right there. We've got more coming up right here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgin Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgin Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgin Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgin Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgin Ford. Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots. They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas. When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco. Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254-362-2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. That's M-U-N-C-K Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300. Extraco banks have made so much of our company growth possible. They tailor everything to us. We want to innovate and we're willing to take the risk, but they help us mitigate that risk, limit the downside. Jason Collier is more than just a banker to us. It's been a great partnership without which we could not have grown our business like we have. To learn more, visit extracobanks.com. Extraco Banks is member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254 or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave it his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. 
Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special, a Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were feeling it, too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You were talking about my driving. <sighs> I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. We're watch Aaron Sexton along with you just about 10 minutes till the top of the hour here on a Tuesday. And, you know, Texas gets the win over Alabama. Everybody is cautiously saying Texas is back. <laughs> I Look, it it's their first against an AP top three win since 2008. And that was against Oklahoma. Their first against Alabama since 1982, Cotton Bowl. And their first by double digits against Alabama since the 1948 Sugar Bowl. <laughs> so it goes back a long ways. Also for Alabama, it's the first loss at home in 21 games. That was the longest active home winning streak in FBS. And yeah, it, it, was, it launched the Longhorns to number four. It was an impressive win. You can't you can't take that away. It from wasn't it. fluky. It wasn't oh Alabama's not the same Alabama. I mean they're down a little bit, but they're still top five in the country easily, mm-hmm. talent wise and coaching wise. It was just a, a great win for Texas. Can't take anything away from them. Power rankings are out, and. I tend to take power rankings with kind of a grain of salt, honestly. But they're fun to look at. Now, the one we told you about earlier was not fun to look at because it's just you can't put teams in a Big 12 power ranking that are not in the Big 12 yet. You just can't. Stop it. Stop. 
You can't do it. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to let you. That, that's something Drake Toll would do. Yeah. He just walked by. That's something that Drake would try to do. <laughs> that is actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> you number one is the Georgia Bulldogs. You have a problem with that? No, they're they're uh, they're going to win it all again. It looks as they stay healthy. I don't see anybody beating them. Number two, Florida State. I think Texas may be better, and it just makes me want to cry when I say that. <laughs> number three, Michigan. They're two and zero again. I, well, I, no, I'll I'll go even further. I have no doubt that Texas is better than Michigan. Number four, Texas. Yeah, I mean it's. That's definitely the top four in the top five. USC's five, right? Uh, it is. Yeah, you're right. That that's definitely the top five. I think. I think they got it right. Order, I would probably have a little different, but I don't have a huge problem with it. What, like I said, I think Texas is better than the two teams ahead of them, not Georgia, but uh, Florida State and Michigan, but not significantly. And I think those would all be good games. I I do too. I, I agree with you. I'm I'm not sure they are. I'm not sure they're not. You know, it's just let's let's tee it up and see which one is there. Number six, Penn State. Number seven, Ohio State. Penn State's probably a little high, too high. I think so too. And I, I think, don't think I there's think any way they should be uh, ranked ahead of Ohio State. I don't either. I don't care that Ohio State struggled a little bit early. They they usually do actually, and they get it turned around mm-hmm. when the big game starts. They do, don't they? Yes. So I, I I'm not buying the Penn State no, Nittany Lions. I'm just not yet. Um, besides, who have they played? Nobody. nobody. West Virginia. Yeah. Nobody. And, and honestly, that game was closer than it should have been. West Virginia's not very good. You're right. I thought that game would be. A huge I thought that, that would blowout be and, a five touchdown game, and yeah, it wasn't. West Virginia acquitted themselves very well, considering how mm-hmm. much. People are kind of on the Penn State bandwagon with them being ranked so high. How about the Huskies of Washington at number eight? Notre Dame at number nine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Tennessee at number ten. They're two and zero. Oh. Alabama all the way down to eleven at one and one. I think Alabama's better than that. Sure. I'm. I'm Just the way I, the I know that Texas beat them, handing them the first home loss. But they have the best coach in college football. And if you think that Texas is the fourth best team in the country, you shouldn't drop Alabama six spots for losing to them. No. no. I mean, and it was like they did lose by double digits, but it's not like they got blown out. Texas played a great game and was in control of that game late, Mm -hmm. but it was a a close game for most of the game. Yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised that they dropped out of the top ten as well. I thought they'd drop a couple of spots. It's not like they lost to – well, never mind. I was – Almost got myself in trouble. With I know that you. Joke. I know. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Just tap the brakes right there. Yeah. You're okay. It's not like they lost <laughs> to someone do. they shouldn't. Right. Never have lose lose to. Well, and and look, Alabama. Write this down. They'll be there in the end in the mix. They they just will. They'll be there. Utah on the power rankings at number twelve. Oregon at number thirteen. Oregon State at fourteen. Kansas State at number fifteen. Colorado at 2-0 and is at number 16 in the power rankings. Well, you just can't deny what Dion's been able to do. Just, it, it's can't. incredible. We'll see how they do against Oregon and USC, but if the first two games are any indication, they'll be fine. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to watch.
That's going to do it for us. We're out of time. John Morris coming up at 2, and then from 3 to 6, it's the Matt Mosley Show with Drake Toll right here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget Rangers and Blue Jays tonight on ESPN Central Texas. For Aaron Sexton, I'm Ward Whites. Until next time, so long, everybody. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La 